Welcome to the Odd Data Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, as always, Adam Higgins, the world's greatest dad. Okay, I've never gotten one of those things. Uh, this is a show where I share my personal stories and views of things while generally making fun of everything. If you're new to this show, thanks for tuning in, and here's hoping I don't scare you away in the first one. So, it's it's it was Labor Day this week in in the U.S. and I kind of have to mention the in the U.S. part because apparently I'm actually more popular overseas than I am here at home. I'm I'm kidding. I'm not popular anywhere. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, so it was Labor Day, and this is like this is the holiday where we 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 go out to honor. Those, those blue collar, the working man, those, those guys working the line. And like me, I'm, I'm, I'm a blue collar worker outside of the, the blue microphone in front of me. But we go out and we have this holiday to honor the working man. And we do so by giving all of the white collar executives the day off. I don't understand this reasoning because I don't know about you, but like the ultimate of the, working class blue collar job is the service industry. You know, all those people who work in retail and in food service and those people sure as hell don't have Labor Day off. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure every department store and every store out there has a Labor Day sale. So not only do the, the blue collar st- uh, sales staff and, and, and retail people not have the day off, they're probably calling in extra people to work overtime. What the hell is that? And of course, because all of these 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 desk jockey executives all have the day off, all of the people at the restaurants are now working extra to feed them. So so the the justification is a little wonky of how we we, we celebrate this. Um it's it's kind of funny because like I sit here and I gripe about that, but I actually had the day off. I had, I didn't have to work on Labor Day. Um, this is in part because I work for a relatively small company and my bosses just, they're kind of cool like that. That's just the way they do it. All those sort of little holidays where a lot of service people probably are still going to be working or they're going to be taking advantage of the holiday to get extra stuff done. They're like, no, fuck it. We're closed. Like we're not even, it's like salespeople aren't coming in. I don't, we don't expect the, text to come in. I think the only time you work on a holiday like that is if there's like an emergency call and they have to send somebody out there and you get, you know, I think it's like you get automatic overtime or like double time. I don't know. I have to go back and read the book, but yeah. So, you know, I didn't have to work there. You know, on the other hand, it's on a Monday. I'm always off on Mondays. It's just my regular day off of the week. So it was kind of like, uh, I was like, Oh, happy Labor Day. You know, enjoy your regular day off. Uh, I can't, I, I can't bitch about it. I'm getting holiday pay. I was like, I'm getting paid for my regular day off. That just meant I got to take an extra day off later in the week and I'm still not losing my hours. That's all that matters. Uh, 
like, who am I to bitch about or about getting paid on my day off? That's it. That's just kind of the deal. I, I'm not about to. That's fair. That's fair. I can sit there and nag for humor's sake, but realistically, it's not fair. Um, <laughs> so I might have previously, possibly, slightly, maybe mentioned before. And by maybe, slightly, possibly, uh, I mean, I've fucking bludgeoned you over the head repeatedly with the fact that I work overnights. Well, you know, when you have like a federal holiday like this come up, like we just had, and your boss decides, hey, we're going to give everyone a day off. Well, all that work still has to get done. Again, blue collar work, that work doesn't go away. So you got to get it done. And in our case, we had to get it done early. So, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we were doing all that extra work to catch up, just so we'd make sure that on Monday, there wasn't going to be any backup. We're not going to get totally screwed later. Well, in that same case, I like, could have moved it to Tuesday. Um, which, actually, they kind of did. I had a pretty busy Tuesday night anyway, but that's a whole other story. But... Yeah, the, the, my, my weekend, to say the least, was just like a motherfucker of a bitch. I mean, I was looking, I was doing 10, 11 hour shifts at the end of the week. And like, I've got, I'm working with three man crews. So that means there's a whole, there's that much work that not only am I working long shifts, I've got an extra guy on my crew because of the amount of work we've got. And then, I've got mechanical issues going down with my cars or like my, my work vehicles, um, like sidebar here. I've, I've had three work vans die on me in the last two weeks. Yeah. Even my, my beloved van 13, my, my lucky 13, uh, that's been my van ever since I became a, a lead in the job. Um, it, it's officially being decommissioned. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I've had three vans die on me to the point where, like, everyone's saying that I'm a jinx. It's like, what's going on? Why are you breaking all the vans? Oh, my God. Never mind that these are pretty old, you know, commercial vans that have been getting run pretty hard for their entire existence. But, you know, it was funny because on Friday night, again, van number three this week died on me. And I come home. I call my boss. We're sitting there waiting for the tow truck driver. We don't have any extra vans that night. Because three vans are dead right now. And so what he ended up having to do was come out to the job site where we were at. We weren't even to the first job site. We were at the Circle K near the job site. But he had to come out there, pick me up, take me back to our office. And we've got like these... And just like Tacomas that they would give like some of the supervisors, uh, and to go and inspect jobs and things like that and do follow up work, whatever. Um, so he had to go bring me back to the shop, pick up, I had to pick up one of those trucks, take that back out to where our guy was or like my dead van with my crew while the tow truck is finally getting there and hooking that up. We had to load up all of our big machines and equipment off of the van, put all these machines and equipment and chemicals and everything for 
three-man crew into the back of a Tacoma. And then we were having to use that our entire rest of our night. And of course, when my wife heard this, she was all like, oh, I didn't. He's like, you're, you're just starting. It's almost 10 o'clock and you're barely getting started. You're not going to be home until 6. And you've got to work tomorrow. And yeah, 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 yeah. And of course, I'm like, no, I've got easy work. It's not going to be a big deal. I prom- I'll be home at a decent time. It's no big deal, whatever. So, yeah, it was just, it was, it was a lot of running around and stuff. But yeah, all the guys were just, everyone's been saying I'm a jinx. And it was kind of a funny little twist when... I go to start up the supervisor truck and my boss just looks at me and he's like, okay, if, if this one, if you kill this one, we're going to have some words. <laughs> and I go to turn the key and it doesn't turn over. And he just looks back at me like, oh, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> but I gave it another turn. It kicked over. It was all right. But yeah, it was, yeah, it was a little scary. Um, <laughs> But I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm just going to straight up say it. I don't think I'm the jinx. There's another guy who's been working with me every night where a van has started giving me trouble. I've been working with the same guy. So I think he's the jinx and it just happens. He starts killing the vans and then they die on me later. That's just the thing. He's like, he's actually the one killing the van. He's, he's poisoning the vans and then they die on me. That's what it is. Yep. True story. That's that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Okay, enough about my my work bands. Um, yeah. So my my weekend was just kind of a was a bitch, and like I said, I had all this chaos going. So Friday night, I ended up not getting out of work until about five a.m. And yes, you nitpicky people, I know that Saturday morning shut up, um, but so and uh, which you know because. Like I've, you know, so subtly bludgeoned you over the head with him before. I live fucking far from work. Like, far. I've got, I've got just shy of an hour commute one way. And so, yeah, the, me leaving the house at five. And, oh yeah, I had to give one of my techs a ride home first. Which doesn't live that far from the office, but I had to give him a ride home first. So I didn't get home until about 6 a.m. And of course, I was immediately greeted by this big fat, I told you so. Uh, and to cap it all off, I'd mentioned I had to work Saturday. I had to be back in the office at noon to work two hours away in Tucson. So obviously I didn't have the best sleep going into that night or work night, day, whatever. Like I'm, and we had all other complications when I got to the office that, that put us behind schedule. But I just, uh, I was, it, it was a rough day to say the least. I was just like, after like a, a 10 hour Thursday, uh, an 11 hour Friday, like three hours of sleep, and then I'm having to drive for two hours through the middle of fucking nothing. Because anybody who lives out in Arizona or has ever driven the stretch between Phoenix and Tucson, Arizona, 
knows that it is one of the most boring stretches in the history of the fucking world. You're just driving through open desert with nothing. It's too late road. Fucking nothing just through open desert. So boring. Oh my god, it's boring. And this does not help you when you are severely sleep deprived. And not only that, the guy I was working with was also relatively sleep deprived. He had a long night with the night before too. So we're just sitting there fighting to stay awake. I was seriously, I was downing so much caffeine on that drive. I'm pretty sure I saw a mosquito have a seizure. Um, and after all that, just, we're just powering through, just like, ah, uh, just, just push, just push, just push and get all our work done. And this is all, we're driving for two hours one way to do one job. We go do one place, drive back. Well, we're driving back, driving back to town. I think it was like seven, eight o'clock. We're getting, we're leaving Tucson and heading back home. We've still got work back in town when we get home. So all that, we end up finishing up the night around like 10 or 11 so, of course, I end up back home just around midnight, which for those of you paying attention means that from left work to got back home, I was 13 hours out after another, like, 13 hours out from the day before and, like, jack shit for sleep. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I was, uh, and under normal circumstances, getting home at midnight is great. I was like, oh man, yeah, I had a really short night. Like, shit, maybe I should have uh, seen if I could help anybody or pick up some extra time or something because this is really early. Like, after all that shit, oh fuck no. Like, after that, I, w- I was surprised I survived just the drive back home from the office. Uh, even my wife gives me that shit all the time. She's like, you know... Like, I'll be like, oh, no, I'm doing all right. And she's like, yeah, but what about when you're driving home? And, and yeah, I've got no defense for that. Um, of course, since, you know, my wife, who works for a banking organization, she's sitting on a three-day weekend. We've got to use up that time. I mean, we've got to take advantage of the fact that we've got this three-day weekend. Never mind, I still had to fucking work all day on Saturday, but... uh we got to make use of all this time. So we got this whole list of things to do. We had this whole like, you know, like that honeydew list. Hey, since we've got the extra time, since I'm going to be home on Monday, yada, yada. It's like, let's get all this stuff done. So we're like, we had to buy groceries and that we're supposed to fix the baby's crib because of course the older boys decided they wanted to use it like a trampoline and jump in and break the bottom out of it. And I've got, you know, I'm supposed to clean up the backyard and, and finally get around to fixing that damn clogged toilet in the hall bathroom. You know, never mind that there was still all of the feeding and caring for the other four small life forms that share our house. Um, uh, you know, that's beside all that shit. Um, and out of all these things that we had to do, we did precisely Dick, I did not get a damn thing done for two fucking days. Okay, fair enough. I went to the grocery store because we needed like milk and bread and shit, basic little things. But all things concerned, 
I spent the majority of two days just drifting from nap to nap. And don't get me wrong, I like that I didn't, I don't like that I didn't get anything done. It sucks. I hate that feeling of like, oh, I needed to do this, I needed to do this, I needed to do this, and not getting any of it done. I hate that because it, like, I just feel like I've wasted a day. Um, but I was just fucking tired, just straight up plain old tired. I had not gotten shit for sleep in days. I'd just been working so hard. You know, overtime is great and all, but uh, those back-to-back days wear on you. Um, so, you know, obviously, uh, this pushed everything back. Like, all the shit that I, I'm fully aware, all the shit that we were supposed to do, and by we, I mean I, was supposed to do on the last weekend is getting pushed out to probably next weekend or further on because I've, we've been in this house for like four months and I still haven't fixed that fucking toilet. <laughs> but, you know what? All things considered, what better way could I have possibly spent my labor day than laying on my couch doing absolutely nothing? Woo! Ah, that, that's what Labor Day is supposed to be. Don't make the working man go to work. Make the working man sit on his fucking couch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> ah. It's been, it, it's been a weekend. I've, I've, you know, again, this is, this is the end of, we're at the end of the week now. I mean, this is, this is old news and back to work and all that fun shit, but yeah, those, it, that shit wears on me. It really gets, it's, it's no fun. <laughs> Telling that's just describing my weekend to you, describing those, that series of like four days is, is, is tiring. It's, it's got, I'm got me tired now. Fuck. Uh, but with all that, let's, let's jump ahead first into the bullshit from the news. Bullshit from the news. Okay. Oh, I, and again, I, I say this all the time, but I swear I don't pull stories with the theme. But it seems today's theme is is dumb kids. Um, eighteen-year-old girl in Australia. Drove her car into a river because she was afraid of a spider. Ah, just let her car fucking roll into the river. She jumped out to swat away a huntsman spider. Apparently she was, she was, she at least apparently had the, the wherewithal. She tried to apply her parking brake. I think it said she was driving a beetle. So she tried to apply her parking brake before she jumped out. And didn't get it all the way, I guess. And just watched her car roll down the little boat ramp into the river. And blub, 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 boy. Um, yeah, I, I've heard stories like this before. And I, I talked to my wife about this. And my wife is absolutely terrified of spiders. <laughs> she would absolutely do this. I'm pretty sure if you like the tiniest little, like... 
fleck of a flea-sized piece of dust spider uh, landed on her in a car, she'd probably crash into a pole. Just freaking the fuck out, really. Um, I'm not a, I'm not really afraid of spiders, like, much. I have a reasonable fear of freaky fucking shit. You know, I know tarantulas are essentially harmless for people. Um, it's like, kill a bird, but they're not gonna really hurt a person. It might hurt like hell if they, if, if they were to bite you. Because they've got big ass fucking fangs. It'll hurt, you know, just like getting stabbed with an ice pick is gonna hurt. Um, but they're not gonna kill you. Um... But my understanding of the Huntsman spider, it's apparently the largest spider, I guess, by like leg span, whatever, however the hell you measure spiders, um, that they're just fucking huge. And I guess they're like kind of the Australian version of the tarantula where it's this gigantic fucking spider that eats lizards and birds and shit, but doesn't can't actually hurt a person other than big ass fucking teeth, you know, ice picking you in the leg or whatever. Um, that being said, if a fucking huntsman fell on me in my car, I'd probably end up crashing into the river too. Straight up. No, it's a big ass fucking spider. It's anything were to just fucking randomly fall on me like that, especially something of that size. Shit. Like, I'm pretty sure if you randomly threw a beanie baby at me in the car and I didn't know it was coming, I don't know how you'd do that, but if that happened, I'd probably, like, just, you don't expect it, period. Never mind that it's a giant fucking spider, but something falls on you, you you jump, and if you're somebody like that who's afraid of spiders, you're probably going to sacrifice your car. Uh, you know, but if she just, she probably would have set the car on fire, nope. Fuck it. There was a spider in there one time. No. I'm sacrificing the car to the river. I don't want it anymore. There was a spider in there. No, 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 no. Um, I'm pretty, my wife would absolutely do that. Nope. She's like, nope. No, you don't need to take the car out of there. The spider was in there. <laughs> He's still in there. He could be alive. Because my wife sounds like that. Um, <laughs> okay. Dumb kids number two. Woo. Oh, my God. Oh my god, fucking people are stupid. Kids are stupid. It's the only way I can describe this. EMTs had to be called to an Ohio, and for those of you outside, Ohio's a state in the middle of America. Um, EMTs had to be called for an Ohio school after 40 students. 40. Four zero. Students ate one of the world's hottest peppers. Did I mention kids are dumb? Uh, so apparently a kid in middle school she, like brought a bag of the I'm gonna fuck up this name Buhut Jolokia Peppers um, B-H-U-T-J-O-L-O-K-I-A Okay, jumping in here real quick because I didn't look it up the first time that's actually the common name for the ghost chili and I should have looked it up first um but yeah that's just he brought a bunch of ghost chilies back to the show which basically meant the school had to end up calling the 911 they had to call emts after a bunch of the kids started being uh getting sick um they're like these things were 
at one point they actually were the world record hottest chili in the in the world because that wasn't redundant. Um, they are so they've got an average heat level of over one million Scoville units, which is just to simply say the least, it's really fucking hot. Um, yeah, one of the kids apparently said, "Oh, yeah, it was really hot." We had to, like, everybody was drinking, like, ten cartons of milk. And I'm like, oh my god, you're fucking dumb, kids. You don't know that, this is like, and I know if you're not a food person, you don't understand how, how chili peppers work, but all these, like, super ungodly hot peppers all have a couple of characteristics. They're small, they're bright as fuck, and they're wrinkly as shit. That's just kind of like habaneros and these fucking things and the, the current, uh, world record, the Carolina Reaper. All these things are tea tiny because these motherfuckers who make these, these peppers who are breeding them to be stupid hot and all this shit, they, they breed these things to be, to be so hot. They like make them super tiny so it concentrates all of the heat in the entire fucking world, planet into this tea tiny little like fingertip sized pepper. Yeah, no, no, fuck that. Um, but these kids ate these. They could, and uh, to the point where, like I said, they had to call the paramedics in and have all these kids checked out. They were like breaking out in hives somewhere, having breathing trouble. They ended up hospitalizing five kids because they were basically succumbed to peer pressure. Peer pressure is stupid because you know nobody was... Like, oh, hey, I've got this really stupid hot pepper. Who wants to try it? Somebody was like, oh, don't be a chicken. Yeah, no, I'll do it. Yeah, what are you, a wuss? Are you a baby? You can't eat a little pepper? It's really small. It's not even... No, you're fucking dumb. <laughs> if somebody's offering you a, a chili pepper, it's hot. It's a trick. Let's go Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. Sorry, nerd reference. But no, it's no God fucking kids, and and their and whoever asshole parents gave their kid a bag of fucking hot peppers to take to school, you asshole, or that you had them at all for your kid, even if the kid just took them for you to have them at all to take them to school, you asshole, irresponsible person, what the fuck, okay. Oh, God damn it! Fuck people and their kids. Fuck. Bullshit from the news. Uh, all right. Enough screaming about, about stupid people in the news today. Uh, it's... Yeah, I, I, I do that a bunch. My wife was telling me, this is not her favorite segment of the show anymore. I think it's just because it's it's just a it's just it's my opportunity to just bitch about stupidity. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> then no matter what else I'm talking about, I can just bitch about stupid people sometimes. Um, and it's funny, and I always mention um, my buddy Mark from What's Happening with the New Man because, in all reality, he's my only friend. I'm not a social person, um, <laughs> but. I, I was chatting with him the other day. Well, actually, I was listening to his show the other day, and he was actually telling me that basically this is that 
listening to my show is how he gets all of his international news because he's in Australia. And so he likes listening to me sit here and pick out weird news stories and shit from the States. And I mean, some of them are like around the world. It's like an Australia story. And I had, I've had stories from England with the, the chick with the pube dress and shit like that. But this is how he gets his weird news is listening to, to my idiot ass. And so, you know, it's, it's just kind of funny, but it's, he's, I just, <laughs> I don't, and I've said it before. I don't totally have the words to describe him, but I like, I like listening to his show because so often we end up crossing over and we don't really, unless something comes up that's like, oh dude, I got to ask him about this. We don't really have a lot of conversation. We almost do our communication between each other through our shows. It's kind of funny. Well, like I'm doing now, we'll like go back and reference something that he said in his show or he'll mention something I said on my show or whatever. He did a thing about guinea pigs and so i had to send him the link about guinea pigs and where they came from so of course he mentions that i'm the one who told him where guinea pigs came from all this shit um we this is like we almost just sit here and communicate over weeks through our shows like like again like i'm doing now um but it's just really funny and, and yeah he's just a, a i've i've described him as almost like an australian version of me just crazy and and weird and and smart assy. The difference is he's much more capable than I am. Um, and the shit he do he does shit on his show, like talk about building a a play outdoor sink set for his kid out of scrap metal. Full like, or you know, uh, fence training like training his horses and goats and pigs because he has a fucking little mini farm, training all of them to like be in an electric fence corral area. And, and of course the way he describes it is hilarious, but it was like, he's fucking way more capable than my ass. Like, I can do shit, but he's out there building shit that I don't even have the skill set to do. But he talks about, it and he teaches you like, here's how I do this on his show in all of his crazy mad scientist ranty sort of, you know, talking lots of shit sort of way. So it's, 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 it's fun to listen to his show. I'm a smart ass. He's, he gets to be a smart ass and like a builder. He makes shit. This is what I make. He makes shit with his hands. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's just really funny to, to listen to the, the, the similarities with me and him. But, all right. I think I've yacked about stupidity and my crazy friend long enough for this week so here's what i need you to do assignment america or london or australia because you guys apparently listen to me more um (laughs) uh, i need you to go to itunes rate me i everybody and their mother says rate five stars i'm not gonna tell you what to rate me i like five stars I would just like a rating. I want a rating and a review. I want it just because I got shit. I've been at this for over a year. I have not got a single rating on iTunes. I know I've got subscribers because, you know, I can look up that sort of shit. But I don't have any ratings. I don't have any reviews. So what I want you to do is I want you to go out there and go to iTunes or find your friend who's got an iPhone or a Mac or whatever 
and rate the show on iTunes. Give me a little review. This will help iTunes tell other people to listen to my show. At the same time, you could just tell other people to listen to my show. Share the show on Twitter. Share it on Facebook. I'm on Facebook and Twitter at Odd Dad Out. And now the full Odd Dad Podcast Network is on Tumblr at Odd Dad Out for the mean, uh, for the time being. Um, there you can get this show. You can get Odd Dad Out. You get Mom and Dad Cuz. You get what's happening with the new man. And I will do my damnedest to keep all of those updated with all the latest episodes. And if there's any news or crazy what's not going on, I will do my damnedest to keep all that up. But all those shows will... If you want to get them all together, they're all on Tumblr. And then everybody's got their little individual pages, which of course are all in the show notes. And the show notes for this show are at odddadout.blogspot.com. And until next week, I'm Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. Thank you and good night. <laughs>